Hi everyone, I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls from Terra Running Company in Cleveland, Tennessee. Each week we interview a different runner from our community, aiming to inspire listeners through our guests' stories and experiences. Today we chat with the one, the only, Cindy Akins. Cindy is a local legend in the ultra running community here in Southeast Tennessee. A Cleveland native, Cindy first fell in love with the trails through her experiences mountain biking. One thing led to the next, and Cindy caught not just the running bug, but the ultra running bug. Listen into this week's episode to hear about some of Cindy's adventures, her running wisdom, and what it is that makes the ultra running community so special, all on this week's episode of the Terra Girls Podcast. The Terra Girls Podcast is supported by Terra Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrorunning.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls. Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 8. We have a new guest on. Our friend Cindy Akins is from Cleveland. She is not just a runner, but an ultra runner. And we are so excited to talk to Cindy more about her runs and her ultra runs. Yeah, Cindy, welcome. Thank you for having me today. Yeah. I'm really excited to, to hear more about you. This is my first time meeting you, mm-hmm. but you are a legend because I've heard from, about you from a lot of people. Yes. When we were looking for guests for season two, your name came up in all of our um, research. So we have lots of mutual friends. Um, and so, yeah, we're so excited to have you on the podcast, Cindy. I'm so excited. <laughs> Good. So before we start into the the meat of the questions about running, we have some warm-up questions. So these are silly questions um, that actually have nothing to do with running, really. Maybe Not one has a little bit one, to do. Maybe. Um, so we're going to ask you some warm-up questions and just to get to know you better. Sound good? Sounds great. All right. So our first warm-up question. This is the one and only that is mildly uh, related to running. Uh, what is your favorite thing to eat before, during, or after a run? Oatmeal. I love oatmeal with cranberries in it. Ooh. Anything some... else or just cranberries? Um, I like brown sugar. Mm, yes. That sounds Definitely. great. So is that before or after a run? Um, before. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about during or after? During a run, I like... I'm trying to think. Um, sometimes I'll eat like peanut butter and jelly. Mm-hmm. Um, I like afterwards. I really like something um, Italian. Ooh, yes. like pasta a, or pizza? Pasta, um, definitely. And sometimes I even like a Coca Cola. Oh, yes. Me too. Yes, I crave. Maybe it's the sugar or the carbonation. I crave Coke after a run. It's the sodium. Oh. I finally figured it out. Oh, really? my gosh. You're right. Oh, Cindy. We should have had you on here earlier. <laughs> Already dropping knowledge. I didn't even know I bu- Coke had that much sodium in it. So yeah. So here I am. That makes sense. Nothing. Yeah. In my, in my races and during the summer, I crave Coke. Mm-hmm. And I just cannot wait to get a cold Coke or yes. something. Yes. Oh. And so we were talking before the podcast started, uh, me and Cindy, about eating during a run. And so ultra runners, not only do runners eat weird things like goos and, you know, weird bars, but ultra runners eat really weird things. So you said peanut butter and jelly. Many of our listeners probably have never eaten peanut butter and jelly on a run. (laughs) Tell us more about some weird stuff that ultra runners eat while you run. Okay. 
after a while, you get tired of the bars and the goos, and you just don't want anything sweet. So a lot of times at the aid station, there will be a, a Coke. So, I, you know, I'll grab a little cup of Coke. And then um, there's, um, I've had pumpkin pie. Wow. <laughs> I've had pizza. Mm, that's good. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, boiled potatoes. Oh, that's um, crazy. Cheese quesadillas. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's an, that's an ultra run, like, classic. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And before we get further, let's make sure people know. So ultra running is anything over a marathon. So anything mm-hmm. longer than 26.2 miles. Um, what is your favorite season and why? Season of the year. Summer. Why? Because I love being hot. I I don't like to be cold, and it's a challenge for me. And and I just love the sunshine. Mm-hmm. We get some good summers here in Tennessee. Yes. Yeah, you're the first person this season that summer was their favorite season. That's true. And I've been surprised every time. So mm-hmm. good job. Way to <laughs> way to give summer some respect. Yeah, lots of falls and springs, but I think summer summer. We even had a winter. That's Someone true. even said winter, so yay summer. Yay summer. <laughs> All right, so another food question. You'll sense a trend. Brittany and I like food. Salty, sweet, or spicy? What's your preference? Sweet. Hmm. What's your favorite sweet? Sugar. Snickerdoodles. <laughs> Ooh. My mom always kept out sugar in the kitchen for coffee. Mm. And when I was little, I always would wet my finger under the sink faucet and I would stick it in the sugar bowl. Aww. <laughs> and I'm, I'm just a sugaraholic. <laughs> yeah. I did, your, did your mom ever know that you were doing that as a little oh, kid? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love sweet too. Yeah. Um, all right. So you get to invent a holiday that everyone has to celebrate. What is it and when is it? Um, beautifying the city. Um, Trash pickup. Ooh, I like oh, it. That's a great idea. Just everybody come out and just pick up trash. Yeah. What time of year would this holiday be? I would say um, probably the spring. Mm-hmm. That's a good good call. We have done some trash pickup events through the store where we just go to the Greenway, pass out bags and gloves, and pick up trash, and it is amazing. Yeah. How much trash you can pick up on the Greenway. It's you, it's one thing to, like, see a wrapper every couple, you know, mm-hmm. every couple minutes. But, man, to then pick it up and have bags full of trash, it really gives you an appreciation for how much is out there. I love your holiday. It's yeah. Great. Let's celebrate. Yeah. it's it, Running and picking up trash is even a legitimate thing. It's called plogging. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's, yes. uh, it was invented by the Swedes. Mm-hmm. Of course it was. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Plogging rice. Yeah. I love it. A prize for the fastest person, then a prize for the person with the most trash. Yes. I love it. Wow. Good idea. All right. This is our most controversial question of the warm-up questions. It's not actually controversial at all. Brittany and I just have a fight over how you properly say the word soda or pop or Coke. So (laughs) the two, two parts of the question, do you like coffee, tea, or soda best? Pop. (laughs) <laughs> or do you call it pop like it's supposed to be called? Or do you call it Coke because you're Southern? I call well, I call it Coke. Um, that's the way I was raised. Uh-huh. Um, but I am a coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. I could drink coffee at midnight and be happy. Really? It doesn't keep you up? No, I'm immune to it. Really? And I love the Caribbean coffee. 
So I have um, clients from my work. They go on a cruise every year, Mm. and they bring me back coffee. So I have some at home right now, and I'm just enjoying it. Yeah. the Jamaican ones, Dominican. Uh Mm. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, we're both big coffee drinkers. I like a good Coke every now and then. Um, But I call it pop, and Tiff calls it soda. And so it's because we're both from the East Coast, yeah. but I'm from more of the coast. Brittany's from more of the like touching the Midwest. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I wrote this question and then Tiff gets mad every time I say it. <laughs> the Terry Girls podcast is sponsored by the Summer Sizzler Race Series, a 5K race series celebrating summer. Learn more and register at terrorrunning.com. So thank you for indulging us in the warm up questions, which all happen to be about food and not warm, uh, not you know, running. So let's get into running. Uh, we talked about Cindy is an ultra runner. Cindy is from our community and she has done some awesome races um, and obviously some really long training runs to get yourself prepared. Um, so tell us about ultra running. How did you get into it? What would ever make you want to run so very much? Well, um, in high school, I ran cross country and, and track, but I loved cross country because it was you know, on the grass, the trail, and, and you couldn't see where you were going. You know, it wasn't like around a circle. Mm-hmm. And um, later on, I got into the road marathons. And then um, I saw where they were doing the, um, I can't think of the name. It's the Signal Mountain Stump Jump. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was my first ultra marathon. Wow. It was in the area, and I thought, okay, I've got to try this. And I think I've run it maybe four or five times. And um, I just I just love being on the trail. Um, I used to mountain bike, mm-hmm. um, did some adventure racing, and I just love the trails. Awesome. So after the 50K, obviously you liked it because you kept running long. What was your next progression of distance? Um, I did the 50-miler um and then, then I wanted to try the 100K, and then I finally got the nerve up to go to attempt a 100-miler. Uh-huh. And then I finally got the 100-miler. That's amazing. Oh, wow. So 50K, which is about 32, 33 miles, 50-miler, um, 100K, which is 62, Two. and then um, 100-miler. That's awesome. That's What's your favorite distance of those? My favorite distance is probably the the hundred k, because you don't really um, you're not out there all night, and um, it's still a very long distance, and it, it's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So, which uh, hundred mile race did you like? What was that first one for you? My first one was the Firewater, and um, I was I did it in like thirty hours. Wow. And um, it's up there at Teleco Lake. Uh-huh. It was so beautiful. Wow. 30, 30 hours. I think the hardest part for me in wrapping my head around ultra races is I legitimately couldn't stay up for 30 hours. Like, not I couldn't sit, stay awake and sit on the couch for 30 hours, let alone run. How do you stay awake and aren't you tired? And do you then get upset when you're tired? Because I would cry. <laughs> You go through a lot of emotions, yeah. um, especially when it gets in the wee morning hours and it's so dark. 
But you do get tired. Your adrenaline's pumping. Um, you sometimes you kind of get sleepy, and I think you run asleep. Um, because I have to meet my cutoffs. I'm not a very fast runner. Um, I don't have time to to sleep. Some people do, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a fast one. But for me, I have to just keep on, and um, basically, you just you can start seeing some strange stuff out there. Oh man! Because your mind st- starts playing, and um, to me, trees turn into artwork. I've seen people out there waving at me. <laughs> Birds glow in the dark. I mean, it's just. Um, but you you do get tired. But you're so excited, you just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> just blown away. Yeah. That's wild. 30 hours. So were any of those um, last man standing races, or were they all that distance, the ones that you mentioned? Um, no, um, they, were, they were point to point. Point um, to point. I've ran four 100s, and they were all point to Point to point, um, so you you would start, you know, here, and then you would have to either work your all the way back around, mm-hmm. um, going through several aid stations. So you you get out in the middle of the woods, out in nowhere. Wow, what if you want to be done in the middle of nowhere? Um, what'll happen is some people have crews. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times at an aid station, if you drop. Um, or if you don't meet a cutoff time, they pull you from the race, then they'll have somebody that'll take you back. Mm-hmm. Um, so so you're not stuck out there. And like some aid stations, if you can't get back and you're not hurt, they'll let you go to the next one and then you can get a ride there. Wow. That's awesome. What an adventure. Were you always this adventurous? This all This all seems very adventurous. Um, growing up, I drove my mom and dad crazy because I wanted to hike, I wanted to camp, and they weren't that outdoorsy. And then I met my best friend in high school, um, Beth, and she um, said, hey, Cindy, let's start mountain biking. And so we um, got these mountain bikes from Scott's Bicycle Center, mm-hmm. whom I love, and um, we started riding mountain bikes. And um, I just love, grew to love the outdoors and and running and all the adventures from mm-hmm. around the mountains around here. That's awesome. That is. And it, yeah, it's such a beautiful area. There's so many amazing things to do in the outdoors around here. Like you said, biking trails, trail running, swimming, hiking. So it's no wonder if you have even the slightest bit of adventurous streak, mm-hmm. it just blossoms. Yeah, this is the place to, to do it for sure. So how long have you been ultra running? You know, I was trying to think back the other day, and it, it, I can't even remember. Um, I remember it would have been in probably the t- starting in the 2000, you mm-hmm. know, 2000. So um, it's it's been a long time. That's awesome. I think I have close to 70 race, um, ultra races on Ultra Sana. Mm-hmm. And um, I've probably got about seven or eight marathons, road marathons. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. I'm showing my age here. No, that's so <laughs> great. I mean, that's just, that's ultra marathoning isn't, I think, very 
old of a sport either. It's mm-hmm. not like 30 years ago there weren't ultra races. So that's that's you're you're a legend. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just I just hope I inspire people and I I just love it. Yeah. Well, your passion for it is obvious. You know, yeah. you can't do something that adventurous and different and sometimes lonely um, unless you absolutely love it. So it, your your love for running and ultra running is is definitely apparent. Yeah. So what do you do on your long runs? Do you just go out there or do you listen to music, do you listen to podcasts, do you run with people? Um, I'm really bad about running solo because my schedule is just so crazy with my family and work. And so I'll just start out the door and go if I get a chance. Um, I'll a lot of times I'll listen to a podcast. Um, I love to listen to other running podcasts. Um, they're inspiring. Um, the information is just incredible. And um, I just um, I just I just love to get out there. Sometimes it, if I don't have something playing. I just love to listen to the creeks and mm-hmm. and um, I think that's why I like running races so much is because I do get to run with some people sometimes and meet people in the community. They're they're just wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I love it. I like listening to podcasts as well, music sometimes, but it, for me, it helps kind of when something's almost like a little bit longer. It's not mm-hmm. just like small songs. You kind of get it mentally engaged and yeah. it helps. Yeah. With- some days it's like the miles will just pass and then some days it's like the miles won't and I need something there to help me. Yep, mm-hmm. absolutely. Terror Girls is brought to you by the Cleveland Half Marathon and 5K, October 21st, 2023 in downtown Cleveland. Learn more and register at clevelandhalf.com. So do you have any fun or crazy stories from any of the races that you've done? I do. Um, I don't run into a lot of wildlife. Um, I've run into a rattlesnake before. Um, but my biggest story, I was running the DRT trail. It's the Duncan Ridge Trail in Blue Ridge. Mm-hmm. And I was in, in the race. And it was at night. And it was windy, and we were on the ridge. If you you've been on a ridge, and it's windy, and it's night, it's kind of spooky. Mm-hmm. So I'm running. I've got my headlamp, and I'm just running. And I come around a curve, and there's this big black thing in front of me, and oh I'm my like, gosh. and I'm out of my mind. Yeah, you know, I'm like, what is this? I'm like, what is that? And and all of a sudden, I'm like, I could reach out and touch it, <gasps> but I didn't. Um. And I was like, that is a bear. <gasps> and luckily he's face facing the trail going that way, you know, going ahead of me. And um, I was like, what do I do? I'm there. What do I do? There's nobody here with me. And so I stop and um, my head lamp kind of goes like it moves around. So the the bear just all of a sudden takes off. Well, he runs around a tree and looks back at me. So I'm like, okay. So I stop. I, I'm like, I start stepping backwards, and I'm like, maybe I can get back around the curve a little bit. But when I do that, my headlamp scares him again, and he takes off. And I shook for two hours. Every stick that fell, I thought it was a bear. 
And I told the people at the A station, I said, there's a bear back there. And they go, did you get a picture of it? <gasps> and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Was the bear bigger than you? It it seemed to be. I just, oh, my gosh. He seemed, you know, good size. Yeah. But he was not, you know, um, a lot of times bears are more skittish than you are. Right. Um, they, they will run, and I'm just thankful for my headlamp. Yeah. Holy cow. Wow. Wow. You're so brave. That's wild. I, I mean, I don't know what else you would do other than continue to run. Like, you can't stay in the woods, you know? <laughs> no, I just like... But he ran, he must have ran down the side because I just took off and wow. I shook for two hours. So. Oh, my God. How, yeah. much, how much, like, distance did you have left in the race? I don't remember. <laughs> it's all a blur. I just remember yeah. getting to that A station, thankful I was alive. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my gosh. And they said, did you get a picture? <laughs> <laughs> what? First of all, it's pitch black. Right, right. Second of all, <laughs> no. Right. Yeah, I took a yeah. selfie with him. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. Wow. Well, are you training for any races right now? I am. Um, oh, I've got so many signed up. Um I just keep hitting that button. <laughs> Don't tell my husband. <laughs> okay. Um, for budget wise, you know. Um, but I am signed up for um, Mid State in um, June. Um, I'm gonna do the Backyard Ultra mm-hmm. at Johnston um, Woods. Yeah. The Beer Mile. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Just one mile. It's just one mile. Just one but... mile and. I don't think that's going to be good. I'm, just gonna I'm not going to win anything. Um, hopefully, I can make the mile. Yeah. Um, I am doing the St. Jude Rock and Roll Marathon in Nashville. Awesome. Um, I signed up for the Yeti 100, the Virginia Creeper Trail. Oh, awesome! In September. That's um, great. So there, there's a bunch. Yeah. And, um, I'm, I'm just, um, I just love it, and I'm mm-hmm. excited. Yeah. That's very cool. Having a race, I think, for anyone, no matter the distance, a couple of races on your calendar really keeps you moving. You know, mm-hmm. it keeps you motivated and you have to be ready. You're signed up. You got to be ready. So it keeps you training. Yeah. I'm so excited. Um, I did get to ask to be on a trail Ragnar team. Oh, cool. I have dreamed of this. And um, it's hard to get on a Ragnar team because a lot of them have their team. Right. And until somebody steps down, they don't need somebody. But I did get asked for this um, for this May, and I'm ecstatic. That's awesome. That's incredible. So how many people are on your Ragnar team? I believe there's eight. Okay. And it'll be the Kentucky one. Okay. So Ragnar is like a... It's a, like a relay race, mm-hmm. right? So how many legs are there, and what's the total distance, you know? I actually don't know. Okay. I've been studying on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is a relay, mm-hmm. so it's a team of people, which yeah. is going to be a total blast. Yeah. I only know one of them. Okay. So I'm looking forward to making um, new friends. Yeah, that's awesome. Again, my biggest concern with Ragnar is you have to stay up all night, I think. <laughs> yes. um, so... The, the sleep is a concern. <laughs> I feel like no one would want me on their Ragnar team because I would just get upset and cry and need to go to sleep. <laughs> but that's awesome. That sounds so fun. That's fun. That's that's a cool thing about running is the community. You know, you get to meet new people. Um, what's What's been one thing that you really like about the ultra running community? 
they um they're down to earth. Um, I've there's there's one lady, um, Becca Jones. She um puts on the Mid State, um, the Tennessee Mile, and she's in Franklin. Mm-hmm. Um, she a lot of times I won't have somebody to crew me, and she'll step out of her own own race that she's that she's handling, and she'll say, "Hey, Cindy, do you need something?" And and she knows me by name, and and it's just like, um, they're just like family, and um, I just, I just, I just love um, keeping up with their journeys. They're in, they're such inspiration. Um, I learn things from them, and um, I I mean I just I love to go to Murfreesboro. I have friends there. I have friends in Franklin. Um, I have. Um, the East Coast Adventure guys out in um, Madisonville. Mm-hmm. Just everywhere you turn, you make friends. And um, it, it, it's just um, an awesome community. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I love, you know, road running as well. Like the races are exciting, but there is something so, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess it's an ultra race, right, on the trails, and they're there all day, and people are cooking you food, yeah. and you just can't help but make friends. And, mm-hmm. That's awesome. And, you know, you're out on the trail, and, like, if somebody needs something, you're like, hey, you need a, you need a salt chew, you know, because they're cramping. It's like, and, and everybody just helps each other. You know, you'll walk with somebody for a while and just get their motivation up. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've heard so many stories of um, you're spending time kind of in a high um, high adrenaline situation with someone that may be a stranger at the beginning, but by the end, you know their life story and you know their kids and you know their struggles. And that's just so cool. I think you can't get to know someone that quickly in very many other settings. No. Yeah. Wow. Well, okay. It's I, I can imagine that training for all of these races takes up a lot of your time. <laughs> We're talking a lot of mileage here. So how do you balance it all? I mean, you've got a full-time job, a family, um, you recently completed a degree. Uh, that's a lot of stuff. <laughs> how do you balance it? Um, basically, I look at running as my time away from everything, just where I can get my head back into a good space. Um, you know, I've... I've ran before at 4.30 in the morning. Um, I run sometimes on my lunches when I work at home. Um, the treadmill has, I've had to get on my treadmill, which I don't like. But, you know, it's its there and it, and it does its purpose. Um, my, uh, I'll tell my son and husband, um, Isaac and Micah, I'm like, hey, I, I've got to go train for a few hours you know, they're so supportive. They'll go do something. Um, um, I just, the minute I get off work, I try to hit the road or the trail. Most of the time, the road is going to be the easiest path for me, mm-hmm. um, time-wise. And I just, I try to, try to fit it in when everybody's not, not doing something or not busy. Yeah, just like plug it in there and get mm-hmm. it done. I have another question because it is such so much mileage, and we just had an injury prevention event last night. Mm-hmm. How? What are some of your tips for staying, you know, injury free with all this mileage? I try to after I do a big race or a big run, I'll actually take a day off. Um, 
if sometimes I need a week, I'll take a week off. Um, I believe rest is the best thing to do, um, making sure you're eating right. Um, I, I have had my injuries. Um, I've, I've been blessed that they weren't serious. Um, but I just, I just believe in rest is probably the most important thing because I know people, they'll, they'll run a race and then they'll run right back out and get back hard training. And I'm like, you know, it's okay to just rest Mm -hmm. and allow your body to heal. Yeah. Yeah. And that was one thing at this results physiotherapy came to the running store last night to talk to us about preventing injuries and the the rule of thumb of increasing miles is so small. I mean, she said 10% every one to two weeks to increase your miles. And if you're increasing your mileage, don't also increase your speed at the same time. And we're all kind of looking around like we break all of these all the time. Yeah. And, and no wonder we see injuries so often in the running community. So, yeah, I think rest is really underrated and people think yeah. they're losing out on the ability to, to gain more and more and more, but we can't gain more without rest. Yeah, because your body has to make the ad- adaptations too. You put the stress on it, then you step back and let it rest and, and build back stronger. So mm-hmm. that's really honestly good advice, even yeah. though no one wants to hear it. It's yeah. very good advice. <laughs> People don't want to hear that. And and, and I've, I've, done, I've overdone it. I've overstressed my body. And, you know, especially after a 100-mile run, you know, my ankles would swell so bad. You know, I learned you need to get up and walk and move around, but don't jump back out on the road and start running right away because your body is like, hey, I've had enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, you know, I, I need to rest. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. And those aches and pains are kind of your signals mm-hmm. that maybe you need to give it some time, give it, give it some rest. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been wonderful. Yeah. And um, we've just learned so much from you, Cindy, and are excited to to be able to share your knowledge and your years of experience with, with the running community. So before we wrap it up, we always ask our guests if you could give us advice for a beginner runner and advice for a seasoned runner. With a beginner runner, don't be afraid to walk. Mm-hmm. Great advice. A yeah. lot of people ask me, how did I get started? And I'm like, run a little bit, walk a little bit. You know, if you go to a track, you know, try to try to run maybe half a lap and then walk. There's nothing wrong with walking. And in the ultra world, there's a lot of speed walking. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You cannot. Well, some people can. But, you know, you, you have to learn how to speed walk. And... You know, don't don't do a slow walk, but just a fast walk, and keep that momentum, one foot in front of the other, and don't get discouraged because you're learning something new. Um, it, it'll come, you know. You you'll 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 get those miles, and just just don't be don't get high expectations right away. Mm-hmm. That's great advice. Yep. What about a seasoned runner, someone that's been doing it for a while? A seasoned runner. Um, just get out in the community, meet people. Um, if you if you start getting where you don't want to run, um, kind of hop it up a little bit. You know, go back to the five k race. Um, do a longer race. Um, 
sometimes it's fun to just say, hey, I'm going to I'm gonna go do some different races. You know, go from the trail to the road, go from the road to the trail. Um, even um, cross training is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, my son, Isaac, he's like, hey, mom, let's go mountain bike. You know, remember there's other forms, swimming, running. Um, I know you do the, the biking. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just um, find what you love. And if you need a break from running, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's okay. It's, it's okay to not run every day. Mm-hmm. You know, just don't always make yourself such high expectations. Yeah. I think that's how people can get burnt out from running. Mm-hmm. You go the same routes and you're, you're training for the same distance race and it can kind of get boring and, you know, mm-hmm. you're just doing the same thing over and over again. So that's great advice. Switch it up and do something different. Definitely. All right. Well, it's our final lap question. And it's a it, you can answer this however you want because it's it can sound very like weighty. And it can be <laughs> if you want it to be. But we yeah, we want to hear what do you hope that your life will look like in 10 years? I want to still be running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, um, you know, my mom has a lot of health issues. She's not able to, to do a lot of walking or running easily. And I try to be strong every day um, just to keep going. Um, so I try to, I just, I'm just so thankful to keep going. And, and I want to be that 98-year-old woman you know, that crosses yeah. the finish line, even if I'm just walking or crawling. Yeah. yeah. But um, but exercise is so important, and strength training is important. And in 10 years, I, I just want to be doing what people say you can't do. Yeah. I love it. That's a great answer. And it's such a good way to look at injuries and rest, too, if you kind of zoom out and look at the long game. Mm-hmm. If that's your goal, you know, a week off here and there or, you know, a skipped run or an extra rest day is not going to, right. you know, make that goal not and possible. I want to volunteer more. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the volunteers make these races, yeah. and so I, I want to give back. Mm-hmm. That's That's great. awesome. Well, thank you so much, Cindy. Honestly, it was just a pleasure to meet you and chat with you. We'll have to have you back again um, to hear even more of your stories and your advice. But we really appreciate you, and you are an inspiration. Um, It's just awesome to see you out there just signing up for these races and going for it. And just, um, yeah, I mean, it's just awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Super proud to having me. Yeah, no problem. Super proud to know you. And, uh, yeah, we're excited to, to see where you go next, see what distance you cover next. I'm Brittany. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Terra Girls. Inspiring people one runner at a time. The Terra Girls podcast is brought to you by Terra Running Company, Cleveland's specialty running store. Named one of the best running stores in the country, Terra Running Company offers top-notch customer service and all the best running and walking brands. Whatever you need to support your active lifestyle, we've got it. Carrying brands like Hoka, Brooks, On, and New Balance, we also have the best fit specialists to help you find the best shoe for you. Open seven days a week in downtown Cleveland or 24-7 at terrarunning.com. 